0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Rage Quit, the video game discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. I am the host, the Bear of Texas, and ladies and gentlemen, I do have something very special to talk about today. And it's going to be one of the most exciting, and honestly the first mission of the video game, Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow. And, folks, for those of you that know me very well, y'all know that I am a huge fan of the Splinter Cell games. And, honestly, the walkthroughs on on YouTube, you know, a huge shout-out to Mr. Sinistrain01 for having literally the greatest Splinter Cell walkthroughs in the history of gaming, period. I cannot thank Mr. Sinistrain01 enough for being so awesome with the Splinter Cell walkthroughs. Hell, his channel is the greatest video game channel in history. He is the greatest gamer in the world. When it comes to being the, a, a good gamer, he is the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And ladies and gentlemen, I guarantee you that you need to go right now and subscribe to No ones YouTube channel because, god damn it, you will not be disappointed by the amazing content that he has on his channel. 150% guaranteed his content is Unique. Alright. So going in and, and speaking about the first mission of P- Splinter Cell Pandora tomorrow, you know, I, I gotta be honest first, you know, talk about Pandora tomorrow. I mean honestly the way the game was created, the way the game goes, the most absolutely perfect way to make the se- the the sequel for Splinter Cell Stealth Action redefined. Now, as we know, Splinter Cell has been endorsed by writer Tom Clancy because we all know the creation of Splinter Cell is based on the strong influence and intelligence of Mr. Tom Clancy. And honestly, it, it, it was pretty cool. To, you know, it, it's always great to, to have uh, Michael Ironside voice Dan Fisher. I mean, when, when he left the role because uh, due, due to an illness, you know, it, it certainly broke my heart. But I understand that Michael Ironside did what he had to do. But you know what's interesting also in this game, Lambert is not voiced by the same guy who went on to voice him. I think in a, in a in um in Chaos Theory and Double Agent, it was actually vo- voiced by Dennis Haysbert, who a lot of us know very well. You know, because you know Dennis Hay- uh, Haysbert, as we know, you know. Played uh, Sergeant Major Jonas Blade in in the action drama series called The Unit, which I've watched a couple episodes. It's actually a very, very good show. And, of course, you know, from 2003 to, uh, I think, until last year, Haysbert was the official spokesman for the Allstate Insurance commercials. And we all know how uh, Dennis Haysbert is known for his, you know, that deep voice, that unique deep voice he has. So, yeah, so honestly, you know, (laughs) when this game came out in 2004, but although I didn't play it for the first time until probably about... Maybe two thousand five. You know, I did recognize the voice of Lambert, but I, I didn't know who the, the actor's name at the time. But uh, but I tell you, I did actually recognize the voice, and uh, when I looked it up finally and then discovered who it was, you know, I said to myself, "Well, it makes absolute perfect sense." All right. <sighs> so anyway, you know, and one more thing about Splinter Cell, you know, you know, when the game came out in two thousand four. It was actually published by Ubisoft Shanghai and Ubisoft Milan. I believe the first one was by what spelled that action redefined was by Ubisoft Montreal, but I'm not too sure. I'm pretty sure Center Strain One uh, talks about it, you know, during his walkthrough because he he kind of makes some comparisons to uh, which Ubisoft division actually uh, created the game. So, but I, I I gotta be honest, I mean, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Pandora Tomorrow is just one hell of an amazing game. Let me tell you. But talking about the first mission, it's the United States Embassy in East uh, Timor. Oh, I I'm hope I'm putting this out correctly. So as part of the, the story's plot, basically, the setting of the game takes place in March of 2006. And the United States has basically established a military presence in um, in an in the independent country of East, East uh, Timor. Uh, or, or Timor, I mean, I hope, I'm pretty sure it's East uh, Timor. And basically, it's basically to help you know strengthen the military of, of the, the East Timorese uh, military <laughs> because you know the East uh, I believe East Timor is based in the game they're in a war against these uh, Indone- Indonesian guerrilla militias, and as we know, like you know East Timor, you know from nineteen seventy five to nineteen ninety nine, it was uh, it was under an Indonesian occupation. So, so basically, this game was kind of created based on the real on the real life history as well. So. Even though the story in uh, *Pandora Tomorrow* is fictional, you know they add a little bit of uh, of reality to it. So basically, and then you learn about you know basically in the, in the first mission, you know there's the opening dialogue of the game or the introduction of the game. The video, it's absolutely amazing. The game's uh, second antagonist, uh, by, his name is Suhadi Sedano, who's basically a, a militia leader who, who's basically the leader of a radical Indonesian guerrilla group known as the Dara Dadoa, which I believe means blood and prayer, according to my notes from all the research from uh, the sources on on Splinter Cell. So, ba- basically, how, how the story starts: um, Sedano launches an attack on the U.S. embassy in East uh, Timor, and basically, the first mission is for Sam Fisher to go to the to go to the embassy, but not not to rescue the hostages because hostages are taken, but to actually recover some data. And we'll get to that in a little bit, but you know, it's basically like I, I think that's probably why. I mean, I'm not entirely—I wasn't entirely sure why the Sedano would want to start this, but according to the notes, because remember, all these all these uh, bad guys have these uh, backstories, but but Sedano, as we know, was actually once trained by the CIA, according to, uh, and I'm pretty sure we learned that in, in the game as well. So I think I, at one point he develops. A resent, a resent for the United States because of their support to East Timor, and uh, and you know, and you know, as we know, uh Sedano, I believe is he's Indonesian. If if I, yeah, he's Indonesian, so he's obviously upset about that. So uh, honestly, so basically, he basically conjures up a plan. I mean, I'm not a plan to kind of get back to the United States in some way or some form. I mean, it, it's really hard to to describe. <laughs> but as you know, like in the base, um you know, uh, a lot of uh, people have captured, like, you know, diplomatic personnel and one of them is uh, Douglas Shetland which is actually uh, one of uh, Sam Fisher's old friends and, and he was his uh, comrade when they were both in the Navy SEALs so, so it's pretty it, it's pretty interesting, honestly, but, but the whole story of, of the capture is a little bit difficult to understand, so but, you know, according to the notes, the whole plan is, remember because in, in Pandora Tomorrow, the main antagonist is not Sedano, it's actually Norman Soth and they, and I think basically the plan was to was to launch a virus throughout the United States uh, basically uh, uh, like a smallpox virus or something like that um, but again you know I haven't played the game in a long time I, I actually to do before I did this episode I actually had to go on, on Sinisterino1's channel to uh, watch uh, to watch his wa- uh, stream of, of this level again and man I, I gotta tell you just how much of an amazing job I mean when it comes again to No ones work Especially his splinter cell work, you just want to go back and watch it like you don't get bored of it Like you watch the entire walkthrough you probably wait a couple of months and then you know what you just you just want to do it again <laughs> so Yeah so going back to basically uh, this mission right here, so So again, uh, the US embassy in East Timor is uh, is under siege and the the mission is to infiltrate So here are the, here are the objectives the, the objectives of the mission is to infiltrate the embassy, locate and interrogate Douglas Shetland, okay, and then lo, locate another employee, be, because uh, I think her, her name is uh, Ingrid Carl, uh, Carlson, and then basically uh, you know, uh, and then extract. So, uh, so, uh, so sorry, I'm kind of a. Uh, losing my train of thought. I mean, the excitement, the nostalgia is just, you know, searing into my brain. I'm just having such a hard time (laughs) concentrating, so... Alright. So the embassy is under siege, of course. So Sam Fisher is set to infiltrate the embassy, but to basically gather some intel on the Dara Dandoa, which is the guerrilla militia that is led by Sedano. Uh, But I'm not entirely sure. I I I think it's to gather up some data because... Now remember, Douglas Shetland is being heavily interrogated by Sedano's uh, by Sedano's soldiers, and because you know they want the information. So, <clears throat> so o- honestly, it, the whole situation at, at the point is it, it's brutal. But you know, it, one of the things to remember in this game, or in this mission, I should say, is that at first uh, lethal lethal force is not authorized because Lambert explains that. They don't know enough about the situation, so they don't... So, so basically, it's it sounds it like that, so... But, man, the way the mission starts... You, you don't actually start in the embassy. You actually start out uh, in a small fishing village right outside of the embassy. And you kind of have to, like, sneak your way in. Because, remember, cause remember the, the embassy is under heavy siege. You know, you, you got to make your way through around the guards, you know, like that, so... Man... But, uh, quite frankly, uh, uh... trying to get my notes. See, I had the notes right here. Okay. So, Douglas Shetland, actually, apparently... When you, uh... When you, when you get to him, uh, we'll get to that in a bit. So, when you stick into the embassy, you're kind of, like, finding a way through you. you. gotta make your way through the room where Douglas Shetland is being held. And then, when you, uh... When you get to Mr. Douglas Shetland, you know... Of course, not surprisingly, he recognizes Sam. I mean, you know, old friend. You know, they were comrades. Again, they were both in the, uh... And the U.S. Navy SEALs. And, of course, who will we'll ever forget... And Splinter Cell conviction in that flashback mission... When Sam and his, um... And his squad are ambushed, I believe, in Iraq. And then there's that mission where you actually... Supposedly... We all thought that we were Sam. Then we, were, we would rescue, uh... Well, actually, that wasn't Douglas. I, it was actually Victor in that mission. So, actually, in that flashback mission, you don't play as Douglas Shetland. You actually play as Victor Costas. So, yeah. So, I kind of got that confused, but still... Douglas Shetland is an old is an old friend and comrade of Sam Fisher, and when you meet with him, Douglas gives you basically the, a heavily encrypted email that possesses information about something known as Mortified Penguin, and for those of you that don't know, I mean I do have a little bit. And yeah, Mortified Penguin is the I believe the code name for the main antagonist of the game, or it's an alias of the main antagonist of the game, which of, of course is Norman Soth. So. So basically, that's where you kind of learn. You get your first information on, you know, on the, on the main bad guy. But then, you know, of course, if you remember correctly, the email is in some sort of dialect, like a, like a, like some sort of Indonesian dialect. And then that's where you, you, there's actually the embassy's translator who's also being held hostage. Only she can actually translate the message. So the next objective after speaking to uh, Douglas is to find Ingrid because she's the one who again translates it. And as she does, Sam Fisher and Third Echelon and Lambert basically all learned that Mortified Penguin. There's a connection between Mortified Penguin and the Cryogenics Lab in Paris, France, which is basically the next mission of this game. So basically, that's where you're kind of like getting this all information, and now you're kind of learning how uh, the mission. how important the mission is, but it only gets brutal from here because. In this mission, you know, as you begin to extract, you know, via, via the off the Osprey, which is that military helicopter that drops off Sam and picks up and picks Sam up, it's that military helicopter. No, um, kind of getting a, a, a little too far. I mean, I'm sorry, the excitement and everything is uh, like that, but you know, when, when you're sneaking through the embassy, you, you know, I, I'll never forget that point when you're sneaking through when you're close to Shetland, you get to the point where Sodano is really right by you. You see, Sedano like talking to a hostage because apparently Sedano suspects that the hostage overheard something, although the hostage insists that he didn't. But of course, you know, Sedano not not wanting to take a chance, you know, you you see, Sedano just pull out a gun and just shoot the hostage in cold blood. I mean, you know, I figured, you know, even even if the hostage insisted that he heard nothing or didn't understand it, do you really think a sadistic, brutal, merciless criminal like Sedano is really gonna let him live? No, <laughs> so and I remember that part when he, that mission, Lambert literally says, "Freeze, Fisher, not a muscle." Sedano is is right on top of you. If he sees you, this mission is over. So, so basically, you, you get near this window that does that light, and then you see him. You know, talking talking to that hostage, but and then he kills him. And then eventually, I think Sedano like turns around and walks away, and then you can kind of make that SWAT spin move, and then you kind of climb down a pipe, and then you get to that room where Douglas Shetland is being held. So basically, like you know, go through this mission. Even talking about the objectives, you know, I just remember how this mission is literally an adventure. Like you, you, you sneak in. You know, you start off on the on this island. You know, you get you in a fishing village. You kind of get through part of part of village or around the embassy, and then you and then the front entrance is kind of like destroyed. Because again, if if you watch the opening dialogue of the game or the introduction, however you want to phrase it, you just see how. How a truck, you know, well, you know, speaking of the introduction, it kind of starts like this. You kind of see, like, the East Timor Fishing Village, and then you, I think you, there's a shot of the U.S. Embassy, and then you see Sedano on a tower with binoculars, and he puts them down, and then he, he picks up a walkie-talkie and says, Pandora Tomorrow. So Pandora Tomorrow tells you Pandora Tomorrow is the name of the operation concocted by Sedano, and I would imagine Mortified Penguin, who again, is Norman Soth. So once he says Pandora tomorrow a truck that the, the screen pops into a truck that you know, turns on it turns on its, its engines these scuba divers you know scooping down like that so basically as he says Pandora tomorrow into the walkie-talkie that means initiate the operation so these soldiers you know sneak in you know you, you see that those uh, scuba divers come out of the water and that, as the security camera that's moving from side to side is looking the other way these soldiers kind of like sneak through. But then you see that the truck, you know, kind of drives past the embassy but make a U-turn. And then that truck starts, you know, accelerating, accelerating because because then you see a, um it was a close up of dynamite in the truck. So basically the driver of that truck is doing a a, sui- a a is basically a suicide bomber. You know, he's got dynamite on the on the seat next to him and he's and he's basically revving up the engine. I I think it's cuz the ex- the explosives I guess are kind of like connected to the engine. I mean I'm not sure exactly how it works, but you see the two U.S. soldiers guarding the front gates, all of a sudden shooting at the truck, and then the truck breaks through the gates. Then you just see the entrance of the embassy, like the front door, just explode. And then what's so cool is you just see Sedano walking through the the door of fire, smoking a cigar, like a fucking badass, man. Just literally just strolling in with such charisma and such swagger, he's just a fucking badass. <laughs> Like, he's got two goons next to him, obviously, but he's just walking in through the fire like that with a cigar, just looking around, like, just absolutely fearless. I mean, again, he was trained by the CIA. He's got great military tactics, tactics and again, he's ruthless. And if, if you read Sedano's uh, backstory, again, you know, you know, basically, you know, he he actually joined uh, this gang at, at the age of 14. So, uh, and then, uh, well, he joined a, a terrorist street gang at the age of 14, and and eventually, he took over the street gang, and and, and then eventually turned into a uh, a radical anti-separatist militia group known as Dara Dandoa, which again, I believe, it, it, I believe it, it translates to uh, Indonesian, I believe, to Blood and Prayer. So, you know, even though it's 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 strongly insisted that he's the main antagonist of put Pandora Tomorrow, I believe he's the second one because I I think Norman Soft is the main antagonist, but but it, it's truly. It's truly hard under- to to be sure who exactly is the main bad guy because let's not forget there's that mission where Sedano is arrested, arrested for war crimes. Although his uh, eventual status is unknown, I mean, I'd imagine that he's, he, he was he either executed or or thrown in prison. I mean, either way, I mean, it's not like you know he's gonna get off scot free. So anyway. And, and as part of this operation, obviously, it, it's clear to me that because he was so redful of the American interference in uh, w- within Indonesia's deal with East Timor in the game, Sudano basically, as part of this operation, it's, it's because Sudano has obviously declared war on the United States. So, so that's why. So obviously, the fact that he's uh, attacking the U.S. embassy and murdered several American diplomats or diplomats, or whatever, and you know, and two American soldiers were killed. So obviously, yeah, it's you know, yeah. He's obviously declared war. So go, so go. Finishing uh, the introduction mission. So, when you finish with Shetland, you you eventually get to Ingrid. And I'm sorry, I'm kind of mixing it up. I mean, again, it, it's hard for me to focus because it's just how freaking excited and nostalgic I am, Because again, you know, I did actually take the time to watch Centerstrain One's uh, walkthrough of this game, and God knows how many times I've watched his Splinter Cell walkthroughs. And Center strain if by any luck you're listening to this, or if any of his followers on his uh, Discord channel are listening to this, guys. I know I've told you guys a million times how much I adore and admire *Cinder straight on one, but you guys are gonna have to—you guys are gonna have to bear with me because you know me doing an episode like this with such enthusiasm. I mean, it Street* on one basically gave me the blessing to build such enthusiasm. So I mean, even I'm super grateful to Ubisoft as well, but Center one just added more to the joy. I gotta tell you that right now. So Sinisterno1, if you happen to be listening to this, brother, thank you so very much. And if, if God willing, maybe one day I can have you on my show. And, and if anybody of the Sinisterno1 army is, uh, has a desire to be on the show, just shoot me a message. I will make it happen. If that goes to anybody following me, my DM on Twitter is open. It's at of Texas, just TX. you don't need to spell that out, just message me, and I will make it happen. All right. So now we're... <laughs> Again, all that mixed up me, and it's just the excitement, brother. But so anyway, so when you're done with Shetland, you're kind of going through the embassy again. You've Got to sneak past some some uh, soldiers, and I remember uh, lethal authorization. There's no lethal authorization. It's uh kills are basically not allowed. So that so basically, as, as you move the embassy, like you know, part of the embassy is on fire. And I think you you, you, you uh, basically walk past several dead bodies, and and eventually you you get, you get to a courtyard where there's a giant searchlight, literally like. Watching the entire courtyard. But then Lambert actually informs you. Well, I believe it's Lambert. Lambert informs you that there's a... A, um, a a gorilla militia soldier with night vision goggles. Watching the courtyard. So basically, Lambert literally tells like Sam about the situation. But it starts out by Lambert telling Sam, you're not going to like this. And then Sam says, chances are. <laughs> I always found that to be hilarious. But... Basically, because Sam uh, is told about the guard with the night vision goggles in that searchlight, Sam basically says, You're telling me to stay in the light? And then Sam, and then Leber responds, I told you you wouldn't like it. So so how ironic it is that it's all about stealth. It's all about being in the shadows. And all of a sudden, you are in a predicament that you have to stay in the light, all because there's a guard with night vision goggles looking at the courtyard so it makes sense. Because if you're in the light, night vision, can, you can't see in the light. If you turn the lights on with night vision... Then yeah, your eyes are gonna hurt you, believe me. I'm not talking about personal experience, I'm just talking about from what I learned in a video game. So So eventually you make it past the courtyard, you talk to Ingrid, and she tells you all about it, and then and then basically, you know, that's what you were told, uh, you know. That, 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 that's basically what we were told about, you know, Mortified Penguin, who, of course, once again is Norman Soth. <clears throat> so Anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, sorry. uh, You know, talking about that that hostage that that was killed earlier, (laughs) mentions all these notes right here that, you know, he just heard, okay, now I know why Sedano actually killed him and couldn't trust him, because the hostage revealed that that he, quote, heard nothing, just Pandora tomorrow and just a lot of gibberish, unquote. So... (laughs) so uh, obviously then after that you know Sedano shoots him so obviously yeah so Sedano did have what to do but either way Sedano probably wasn't going to let him live anyway because Sedano is is that crazy I mean he's he's homicidal he's a terrorist for God's sake alright so basically after you meet and you know that that data stick that you got from Douglas Shetland which of course has an encrypted email that's you know in a in an Indonesian dialect, and basically, actually, one of the uh, guys uh, who works with Sam, by the name of DP DP Bruntin, I think, is like an analyst and kind of like that. I mean, he's part of the he's part of the team that works with Sam. I think he tells Sam that the dialect is like some is something called Tiro Tiromis Mambe, which again, you know, in the notes, uh, you look at all these pages of the Splinter Cell, whether it's the uh, these the the fan, like if you go on splintercell.fandom.com, it, it really tells you a lot, a lot of notes, but it tell it, it basically says that third echelon couldn't d- decipher it, so that's why you you have to go to that translator, and the alias is revealed, which is again uh, mortified penguin, you know, and then you know it's it's much soft so so after that, you know, again you get all that, and then I, I think it's it's time to basically uh. Clear out, but also as as part of the encrypted, I, I think it also indicates about an operation that's taking place in Paris. Again, it, it's the cryogenic lab in Paris, and I will do an episode on that next. So I, after that, you're basically finished, and now you, now you really got to get the hell out of the embassy because because now now we're we're getting to the point where the, where the United States military is preparing to uh, retake the embassy because. Once the uh, once the the mission is is, is officially over and you're, you're kind of making your way out, Lambert basically activates the fifth freedom, which means Sam needs to leave the embassy because I, I I'd imagine that Sam excuse me that uh, that Lambert just received word that the U.S. Army's Delta Force ha- is uh just about to retake the embassy and and if that happens you know you know. It can be pretty bad, and you know, and Sam can't get caught in the crossfire because I'm not sure if the U.S. Army Delta Force will be able to tell if Sam is is either on their side or not. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So that, that's why Sam needs to hightail and get the hell out of there. So, so so then you you go through the small village again. You know, it's just amazing how this U.S. Embassy is through a small fishing village, and you gotta you you gotta like shut down all the, all the detection lights and all, all the searchlights and it like that, so the os- so the Osprey can. Uh, be close by in order, in order to extract Sam, and then Sam is actually basically told by Lambert that Sam is basically free to kill any of the, any of the guerrilla soldiers that he wants, so, yeah, that was, uh, pretty, pretty interesting, quite frankly, so, but after, after the, when the mission's over, basically, you know, once you kind of get out and you're kind of making your way out, the mission's not really about stealth anymore. I mean, although you have to sh- shut down all these uh, lights and everything going on, so... But, you know, as we know, uh, when, the, when the United States military, I think, uh, basically, re- retakes uh, the embassy, Sadano actually does manage to escape. So... So, basically, I think, basically, right after Sam extracts, uh, again, via the offspring, or the offspring excuse me I, hope I, I don't even know if I'm saying that correctly but once he escapes uh, the US Army Delta Force uh, storms the embassy and retakes it but Sedano gets away and as a result of this the United States has declared war on Indonesia and honest and, and honestly and, and I think the United States really just want you know whoever's responsible for this you know they, they want him brought to justice so so of course you know a war a war is started and uh, you know in San Fisher it's, it's up to San Fisher to uh to save the day, and uh, here we go. The journey has continued, or the the new journey begins. But quite frankly, that's what Sam fisher wants because he is always ready for the challenge. So that's kind of the thing about the about the main uh, objectives of the game. But but honestly, I really I, I really love this mission. It's it's the first mission. It's not very. I mean, obviously, it's not difficult. There's also some tutorials because you know it's the it's the first mission. It's supposed to start out easy, and then it gets more difficult. So. So then at that point, you know, that was funny, cool, how, how the United States, because remember, there's these videos, like, before each mission, there's kind of like these, like, like, like a news story, like, l- literally, it's really cool, it's like a breaking news kind of thing, it's like, it says how the United States has launched a military campaign in Indonesian territory, because they're after Sedano, but the Indian, Indonesian government is actually pissed off, because apparently the Indonesian government is in full support of Sedano, which is actually pretty crazy, so yeah. So, so it's funny how in the video game, the Indonesian government is supportive of it, and, you know, like that. But, you know, but the United States, of course, wants Adondo's head because, you know, uh, of what he did. You know, he attacked U.S. United States government property, so obviously, when, when somebody decides to, to make such a bad move, obviously the United States government's going to come after you. So, so the way this game, the way the story of this video game just starts, you know, it's incredible and you know the rest of the game just gets even better and the story gets even more interesting so so man I gotta I gotta tell you whew. I mean it, it, it's really just getting to um, it, 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 it's just really like you know getting you know everybody's attention you know and when I played the game for the first time you know watching the dialogue watching the, the clips and everything the, the introduction and these videos play before each mission starts, you know, after that, you know, especially after the second, especially before after, excuse me, before the second mission, the cryogenics lab. You know, I almost feel like, you know what, even as a journalist, you know, you want to you want to watch what's going on so so you can understand what's going on. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Rage Quit is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank y'all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see y'all next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it.